Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman. Welcome, welcome, everyone. And guess what? It's our birthday. It is our birthday. It is one year that we've had my so-called fabulous and happy birthday to us. I can't even tell you. Even through COVID, my goodness, we have so much to talk about. And guess what? The question is, I get this all the time at the age of 55, 56 when this airs, and it's why in the world are you an influencer? So I'm going to talk about that today. So I brought on my team and I have three members here today. I have Audrey Dollins here, our photographer. Hi. Hey, Audrey. Audrey was here earlier in this. Oh gosh, when we first started, you came on when you became our photographer. And Audrey also has, she is my brand manager. So she's twofold there and a great, great friend. And I also have Hillary Hamilton. She is my social media manager and precious, precious friend as well. And in the booth, Paul Rogers. Paul is in the back. I feel like I need entrance music, man. That was great. Coming <laughs> on down. Here he is. And here he is. And Paul is in the is in the booth. And Paul has done a podcast with me before. And um actually, Paul is the reason why I am sitting here doing a podcast. And I want to start out with, since we are celebrating the podcast, why we did that in the first place. I, I wonder that often. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean, you, you already had all the elements to be able to create something visual and audible. And whenever I saw what you were doing with your website and your blog and all those things, I was like, well, you need to give it a human element. And I said that, you know, pictures can only speak so much, right. you know, and a blog can be written by anybody and put somebody else's face on it, right? you know? So I thought that just to heighten your brand and make it more credible and make it more just influencing, right. you know, that influential, whatever, you know, to do something where they can actually hear the human side of you. Because I think that that matters a lot. That's true. Because, you know, when you think of small businesses, there's a reason why people choose small business is because you know the people, you know, you walk in and that's probably the owner. Right. And that's so cool because you're able to feel them on a personal level. But I mean, who's the owner of Home Depot? Right. You know, you don't walk into places sure. like that and, and feel that personal connection. And I thought that with that personal connection would be perfect. I mean, you're already so personable and you have that charisma to run a room. So why not let people see it? Right. Well, that makes sense. And so we started the podcast, but let's back up to March 18th of 2019. So I'm a chef by trade, written three cookbooks and I would have people ask me constantly, oh my goodness, what's your Instagram? Let me see your recipes on Instagram. I'm like, well, I'm on Facebook. And my daughter, which at the time, my goodness, I, what age she was is at the time, but she's like, mom, you have to do Instagram. You've got to do it. So I said, you know what? I was, as raising her, I wanted to be all in as a mom. I wanted to give her 24 seven. And I did. And then I said, you know what, when I do this, I'm going to do it right. So it started out as a hobby. And I actually hired a friend of mine, um, Winston, and he got me started. And, and I have to say, I have never done a post. I don't know how to do a post on social media. Can you believe this? I mean, I'm, I'm really, really opening myself up here. Um, I don't know how to post anything on, on Instagram. And so I had Winston helping me. Winston decided to leave the country, actually. And so we found Hillary. And um, 
I'm author, chef, food, you think would be my niche. You would think that would be my entire audience. So we really thought that that's the way we were going. And I think actually Winston, he's fashion merchandising, fashion design, he's a master's, an MBA. He in fashion, he might have really kind of honed in on fashion. So being that, I, that has kind of dictated my feet. I'm an, and I am going to bring Hillary in here to dis, to talk to talk about this. But, you know, how do you how how do you decide, Hillary, what to do with me? Now you're the social media manager. You handle what? So yeah, so I met you through Winston, mutual friend, my sister. Come closer. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, mutual friend, my sister, and yeah, it was a hobby for you. I remember meeting with you at the coffee shop and you were like, a website? Do I need one? And I was like, Yeah, I think so. You need a blog, you need these things if you want to grow and expand your audience, you know, all these things that you had, that you had mentioned. And, um, people take to your fashion that, right. I mean, yes, you are a chef, you are all of these things, but people are really interested in your fashion. So we kind of, we had to learn how to navigate it. Mm -hmm. It was, um, I think Winston actually started out with you. I feel like more interior design. Mm -hmm. It was more of your house, your kitchen, your beautiful home. and. Um, then we started and it was like, nope, people nope. want to see what you're wearing. People want to know what shoes you have on. People want this. And then Audrey hooked you up with, um, well, got us into like to know the reward style program. Right. And it, that's when it just really took off. Right. So, right. So when backing up, why would you need a website? Because I was against it. Remember, I'm like, no, we don't need a website. And you immediately changed my mind. Why do I need a website? Well, I've just in the past had finicky luck with Instagram and Facebook that it could go away, you know, at mm -hmm. the snap of a button and you want your content to be forever. You want to own your content. You want that to be yours. So, and there goes the balloon. <laughs> we were afraid. We did. Oh no, Carly. <laughs> we knew it. There goes the balloons. They're behind us. <laughs> Stellar creations. Thank you. But we really weren't equipped to, to do that anyway. Okay. The so it was too hot. I know. <laughs> All right. This tea is too hot. Guys. This is, this is. Um, so the website. So the website. So I just feel like you need a place to have that you own that you can say when it is there and is not there. Like Instagram could go away tomorrow. Facebook could go away tomorrow. Pinterest could go away tomorrow. You don't know, mm -hmm. but your website is yours. You own it. You own it. That's your stuff. And I a hundred percent agree with her. When we speak with anyone, you, you want to own your content. You want to be in control of that. You um, cannot control the logarithm of other social media outlets. And the second thing that websites do is also create SEO. So every time you create a blog post, it's very important that you're generating um, continuously onto the web, the website. I said the web, like the old person, the www. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, is SEO? Explain that. And that's search engine optimization. So when someone types in, you know, a certain recipe or your name or Fort Worth, then you're one of the first names that pop up. Mm. And so sometimes social media can help you do that. But when you're continuously, as much as you are generating blogs on your website, it's optimizing when people are searching for a specific something. Right. So Hillary was 100% on that. You want to own your content and the website is generating more than 
meets the eye. Although that there's a one post on Instagram, when you do the one post on the blog, it's creating little fillers out in the world um, that Instagram cannot always do for you. Wow. I mean, that is to me, and this is why I don't do that. And I, and I, and everyone that has listened to this podcast, I always say, stay in your lane, hire people smarter than yourself. And that's what I've done. I have a team because I, I decided to take a hobby. I don't even know if it was a hobby, but to a serious business. And we are full-time 1000%. We went through the first year, Audrey, you've been with us a year now, right? It was January in January. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It's January. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. And I found you because I was searching. I saw Tanya Smith and... Smith was, sorry, Tanya, I knew you when you were Smith, um, (laughs) Foster and Tanya Foster in Dallas and Alicia Wood. And you were photographing these women. And I thought, Hmm, first of all, I thought I can't afford her. There's no way. I mean, that's the first thing I thought about, but then with photography, it's everything. It is absolutely everything. Why do you hire a good photographer? Well, it is kind of like what Paul was touching on. It's creating imagery that best represents you and your voice. And so if you, depending on your style, um, you know, you want to search out that photographer that best represents you without, without words. Um, so you want to hire a photographer because the demand, you know, there's several reasons. First is the demand of the imagery that you're going to need in this business. Um, you really need to be posting once a day and, um, whether it's cell phone imagery or professional imagery, and I definitely recommend both, um, for certain reasons, but content is fleeting. It goes so fast. Mm. And that's when you, you begin to delegate like your, your profession is, you know, being a chef and you're so fabulous at fashion. Um, but Hillary is so great at social media. I'm educated on photography and those outlets. So when you delegate that photography is a beast within itself, social media is a beast within itself. And so you need to be able to delegate those tasks so you can do a hundred percent at each mm-hmm. and not feel overwhelmed and short, short change yourself in right. the end. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. And there's, and it is, it's true. Content. We post, how often are we posting now? Yeah. Once a week. We we did the, the two, uh, sorry, once a day. Once a day. We did the two times a day and we're like, it goes so fast. Yeah. It's it's all of your content. And what they're talking about is we take, okay. Those of you that think I dress up every single day, the people that have texted me go, how do you look like this every day? We don't do this every day. We do it once a month at this point. Is that mm-hmm. right? We do it yeah. once a month. Yeah, yeah. once a month. Yeah, and we blow through these photographs. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't do this every day. It goes quick. <laughs> it does. And there's a need for high-end imagery, but there's also, and you do this great, like there's also a need to see you in your everyday. And and people like, oh, wow, you know, I love your casual look. Or um, then they also like to see when, when it is high-end. And offering both, I think, is what keeps the engagement. Right. All right. Okay. So Hillary, tell us this. And I, I do remember the interview with you and Winston and, um, I, I really, I really wasn't, my mind wasn't wrapped around this. Tell me about your education. You went, to, you're from Fort Worth, but you went mm-hmm. to college in, um, California. Mm-hmm. So were they talking about social media when you were getting your advertising degree? No. And it's so funny because I'm not old, but it makes me feel old when I talk about this because I went to, so I graduated in 2008, went to school from 2008 to 2012. And 
when I went to college, I majored in advertising. I thought my end goal was to work in an ad agency. I thought I was genuinely like I thought I was going to be doing print ads and billboards and commercials. That was my goal. And so my entire time there, not once, seriously, even my senior year was social media ever brought up. Wow. Facebook, Instagram, nothing. nothing. In 2012, nothing. And so, um, so yeah, so I graduated. I went to, um, I took an internship in LA. I ended up and got a job there. And I mean, I had an Instagram, I had a Pinterest, I had a Facebook. It was so different back then. That was like an Instagram was to put a filter on your photos to make it look like a Polaroid and a Facebook was to share you partying last night at a party. You know what I mean? Like it was just so different. There were no algorithms, no ads, none of that. So then, so then I moved to LA and right away it's like social media takes off and bloggers and influencers and all this stuff. And, um, it was a whole new world. And I'm like, I went to school for this and I know nothing about it. And so, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm self-taught in a way Mm -hmm. just through, through my jobs and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because that's what now the curriculum is totally different. It's all about social media. Mm -hmm. No one's print, sadly print ad is dead. Right. It is. I mean, it's a dying industry. Mm -hmm. People aren't doing magazines and billboards and stuff anymore. So it's changed. And and it has me thinking all the time about that. And I think we, We've talked about this before. Um, The access to technology is a lot different. We've talked about celebrities have been influencers for years. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that pops into my mind is like the Lincoln commercial with Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. Like he's an influencer. He wasn't, he's not just a celebrity. He is trying to sell Lincolns. I mean, you know what I mean? And then um, people engaged into that. So they keep hiring them back for a fee to help market their business. But now technology is available just like us on this podcast. This wasn't accessible to as many people mm-hmm. but even back then, which that's not long ago. You're still so young. Um <laughs> But technology has become accessible for people to create their own websites, for people to teach themselves with YouTube, with Pinterest. I even, we were all on a call and I talked about Pinterest and I've spoke that to me, an influencer is someone that makes someone's day easier. It helps them and it inspires them to take action and being um, able to access technology we're able to do that a lot easier. And then social media comes into play where we can use the new technology to give that to a broader audience where back in the day, celebrities had the access to the cameras and now cameras are amazing. I mean, the, the technology within that, with our phone, there are days I want to put my camera down and just use my cell phone because the lighting's hard and the cell phone can take a better, you know, photo than the tens and thousands of dollars that I that I worked so hard to get for my, you know, photography gear. Um, so the technology has come so far. I feel like it's made, you know, being an influencer or being online, um, much easier, therefore creating these platforms to be accessible and used more. Right. This first year that the three of us have worked together, four of us, actually this first year, um, the changes, and I've said this, and I think if, after January, what, I'm not going to say this anymore, but we, we've we learned so much, and I have made so many mistakes, and well, we all make mistakes, and we learn from the mistakes, and the, the, the mistakes are getting pricey. I mean, they just are, and you know, it's it's 
it's communicating and and I think you were in your notes you were t- you were sharing we work as a team and we all learn from each other because Audrey you've been shooting for a long time and you have been in advertising and you're learning too what are some of the things that you look at Hillary and go I just cannot believe I have to learn another TikTok or because yeah. I'm not doing TikTok. I, 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 I'm not never say never, right? <laughs> yeah, never say never. Well, I might get bought out this year. We'll see. This is true. Well, this is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all very true. So yeah, TikTok, reels, guides. I feel like every day there's something new that I'm like, what is this? What, you know, we've got to learn this. The and fluctuation this. of Facebook. It went down yeah. and then some people are so successful on it right now. Mm-hmm. And then some aren't that yeah. it's ever changing. It's ever, it really is ever changing. So every day is a new, it's a, a new, new thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And we use my 21 year old because yes. she, I, that generation grew up with, I mean, I, I can't remember this Gen Z group. She's not a Gen Xer. No, she's a millennial. Millennial? No, she's a Gen Z. Yeah. Grew up with the capability of having a device in your hand uh, or was born and you could have a device in your hand. I mean, that is the craziest thing, but she gets it. She understands it. Um, as a as a child, your children, I mean, <laughs> Audrey, your kids, I mean, I'm sure you turn to them and I mean, we were doing you. a photo shoot the other day and Kennedy just said, oh, look at this. And, and Hillary's like, show me this app. It's yep. a new app or something. Yeah. Disco yes. or something. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, like stop motion apps and yeah. the Teza app and all the apps that keep coming out to help elevate your online presence. And um, I have my kids help me a lot. I try to read a lot about all the stuff that's coming up because that is my job. Sure. But I think the the lingo like the cool words and all of that mm-hmm. stuff is what I really get their help on because I'm like, what's cool right now? Right. And the, but you know, in the younger, in the younger years, um, but, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, they are, they're doing their full schoolwork, like all online. They go in person, um, but they, they're still logging in and completing the assignments online. And, and that blows my mind because Mm-mm. I don't know how you do a math problem that way. <laughs> I don't either it's without instruction at all. And I'm glad I don't have to do that. But my daughter has spent her entire, well, her, half of her senior year and half of her junior year virtually from TCU. And it's just crazy. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. Um, so anyway, um, so tell us how you got started, Audrey, in photography Yes. I started out as a family photographer. I just was really wanting to photograph anything to start a business. And, um, I reached out to a photographer to photograph my family. I wanted a beautiful photo above my fireplace. She told me she was going to charge me like, I I don't remember the hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was for a 20 minute session. And I just was like, you know, I'm going to take that money and buy my own camera and I'm going to take photos of my own children. Uh -uh. And then I just got inspired to really, I have always loved capturing images, but I didn't really put it into motion. Um, And then after a few years of growing families and, and capturing imagery, I had people ask me to photograph their weddings. And then I really dove deep into capturing weddings, um, very large weddings and had a team and was doing that. And while I was doing that, I met a wonderful, um, hair and makeup artist. Um, she actually is an influencer and her name, uh, it's the pretty priority is her handle and Haley. And she asked me to photograph. She wanted to do some makeup tutorials and she had some products and, um, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I actually did it for free. 
I, I was like, I have no clue on what I'm doing. And then someone reached out to me because they saw her photos and was like, can you do some influencer, you know, photos for me? And I was like, I don't even know what to charge for that. Like, I don't even understand the, the area of, of this. And she told me how much she would, she would, was paying her previous photographer. And I just laughed because I was like, that's nothing compared to weddings I'm photographing. But then I really started educating myself. And this was probably about five years ago, almost. Yeah. About five years ago. And, um, I really started educating myself and realizing, um, the market for branding and influencer imagery to help, you know, educate people through imagery products and how to's and, Pinterest and YouTube and, and why they were, why and what their reason was to create, because Haley was a makeup artist for weddings and the bride was like, how do I do that? Or contacting her saying, where did you get this lipstick? Where did you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so Haley honed in on the fact that I can monetize this and I can make money off of, you know, educating people of the products that I use to make them look so beautiful on these days. And when she did that, that also lessens the fact that she doesn't have to work on the weekends to do makeup for weddings. Um, and that's what really made me dive in is because I can take photos of influencers and brands Monday through Friday. I don't have to be at a wedding. I don't have to photograph families in the evening. So that looked perfect. I mean, that looked like the dream job to me doing what I loved and I could still be a mom and I could still be a wife. And so, um, when I started working with Haley, it put me front and center and I had no idea what reward style was. I didn't know what like to know it was. And the reward style conference came into town and, uh, a photographer, um, needed help. She wasn't able to make it to a shoot. And I just happened to land, um, in front of some of the most top influencers in the business. And I, ignorance was bliss because I had no idea I was standing in front of Ashley Nichols, Jennifer Reed. These are Jennifer just hit 1 million followers on Instagram. I'm not trying to name drop by any means. bragging. Uh, Jennifer does her own work. She has her own team and does all that. This was years ago, but I didn't realize the magnitude and I don't think they realized it either. Mm -mm. They were very well known. Um, But then, you know, I was meeting other very well-known people and it was just because I was ignorant and I was just trying to do a good job and wanted to take great photos. And then slowly I saw there is a business here Mm -hmm. and I transitioned into influencing. I understood it, the perception of it. And I don't want to throw my husband under the bus, but he was like, you're just girls running around town taking photos. Right. Mm-hmm. This is oh, a gosh. billion dollar business. I was running statistics before we started this. There's 9.9 million users in 2019 alone that use the Like to Know It app. In 2019, there was $1 billion worth of sales uh, for off of the Like to Know It app. So we will be those girls running around town, babe. <laughs> taking those photos. So in bless his heart, he loves it. He, he is all in and he supports a hundred percent. But back in the day, he didn't know what it was. And it was hard for me to even explain it yet. Um, like they're getting paid to wear this outfit and Mm -hmm. like, yes, this is not just them, you know, running around and lunching. This is hard work. Oh, heavens. This is, you said we work full-time jobs. I feel like we work overtime jobs. We do. There is not a week that we're not putting in the hours. And with this education, I've just felt like 
photography was the gateway to this, this wonderful business that we're in. And so that's why I decided to transition um, because I'm so passionate about the business and the statistics and the numbers and getting brands and influencers together and getting them out there is why I started, you know, helping and wanting to be your brand manager mm -hmm. and loving the work, talking to brands and introducing brands to, to you and how you love um, their brand and how your audience, you know, wants that, you know, wants their brand or their product and how you introduce it to them. So that part and then just the people has just grown since, since before Instagram mm -hmm. <laughs> was cool. Right. Right. So Hillary, tell me how, tell me how you plan our, your day. Like, how does it, how does it work? Like explain to everyone that we, honestly, it just doesn't pop up. It, it, it there's thought through everything. And, and we have discussed at a, 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 a meeting because we've had to be last minute and it's too stressful. It, it's just too much. And I, I talked about this with the girls, um, this past week, um, how to let go, I have to let go and let people, um, let her make a caption. I mean, for the love, I mean, she can make a caption. She's social media manager. So tell us how a day looks like what has to be done in it, in it, or, or a week in fact. Yeah. So, um, ideally everything would be planned out perfectly photos, captions, the whole nine yards. Um, it doesn't always go that way because sometimes you run out of content. You want to, you went to a Christmas party, you know, right. last night. I want to post that right now. Okay. How does that fit into the feed? What does it look like? Um, and then just captions in general and then blog posts are a totally different ball game. Um, cause those have to be planned out pretty, pretty far in advance. We try. Right. We're we getting, do try. We're getting better. <laughs> we do be trying. <laughs> we do be trying. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's our goal for 2021 because we do work a little uh, a last minute. A little last minute. Yeah. Right. And and, and we're getting better. Yeah. I, I think. Like she did this content calorie, calorie, ca calendar, <laughs> a content calendar. And um, it's got the months. Yeah. And it's got every day of the week, what's posting on Instagram and what the blog post is. We blog every day now, mm -hmm. which remember me, the one that didn't want a website. So we blog every day. So that's photography from either me, you, Hillary, or Audrey. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot talking. Of, it's just a lot. And we are depending on you, our listeners are we exciting you? Are you wanting to wear this pink sweater I have on today? Are you wanting to cook the chili that I'm making today? You know, and that's, that's, that's the struggle and watching these other influencers and what they're doing. And I do get caught up and she's doing this. They've got these followers. And now remember we have been in, on Instagram, not two years and we are at 10,000 followers. So what is the magic number about 10,000 followers? Cause I hold my breath. Please don't unfollow me people. Please. Good grief. <laughs> we so, like, we like the swipe up, yeah, the so, swipe up, uh, function and stories, but yeah. So when Audrey came on, she was really the one that was like, listen, guys, you got to, um, again, I was doing social media, but you really were the one that was like, you've got to hone this in. Like 
do a post every single day, get a calendar, get organized because otherwise you'll, you'll lose your mind. It's crazy. I mean, sometimes we even still do. We do. Well, Should, Tiffy, was, Tiffy wakes up at 5am and I'm like, I'll wake up at six, six thirty, and I've got four messages from uh, her and I'm like, well, consistency is no. the key and it's so hard. And that's yeah. what you're saying. It's like with a content calendar and then trying to schedule certain things. And this is, you know, think I, I just hear my grandpa's voice. This is, I'm so Southern. He knew that the weather was going to come on at this certain time. Like the news comes on at 10, yep. the weather comes mm-hmm. on at 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my grandfather knew that if the new, when the weather came on at 10, 10, because he's a farmer, he owned a lot of land and he saw the weather, he could lay down and go to sleep. And people do that. They look for you. They know that. And, and that's what influencers, why I was saying they're helpful is if you have already, um, scoured like and searched the Nordstrom cell and you found the best finds and I'm a busy mom that's doing this and doing this and I connect with you and I know that Tiffany has my style down. I know that she's going to, you know, help me and already do all the legwork for me. And so with you being consistent every day at this time or every Thursday, she does this certain thing and, or her recipe, I know that that's, that you're going to be there for me and help me. And so kind of like that with the ode to my grandfather, that you know that that's going to happen. And so when you do that consistency and people expect it, we put the pressure on ourselves of like, oh my gosh, we have to get the recipe out on Wednesday. It's, this is the day that we do recipes. Mm -hmm. And when we don't do that, there is nobody standing at the door going, the recipe, it's right. not here, right. but we do it to ourselves because mm-hmm. we know that is where our engagement comes from um, and that people are looking for that. But it's OK that we don't. It's just I would definitely recommend to be consistent for the best results. Right. And timing. And why is timing important? <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to figure out our timing. We're yeah, like, and two the t- o'clock talking, yeah, talking about the time of day that we post on Instagram. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So we we look into insights and we see when the most traffic is, when the most people click on your stuff. And it's funny because it fluctuates. It does. So some, some weeks it is. We think we're good at two. And then it's like, meh. But the algorithm. So the algorithm is something you always have to keep track of. It's, uh, it is ever changing. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> ever changing. And um, it's just, that's the way of the game. Okay. So. Yeah. And think about too, and I look at it this, the, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. So in June, when it's not in a regular years, when it's not COVID, mm-hmm. a lot of people are on vacation. Mm-hmm. In December, a lot of people are out of town. This year, it does look different. So your first year, look what you've mm. had to, you know, take on. Yes. So the statistics really are not comparable because we've never had to compare it to times like these before. Right. right. So any success and any increase is a wonderful thing, especially during this time. But in years past, um, they, I mean, because now my, my sales and things are different because we were locked, we were shut down for so long. But the year before, I knew that I didn't expect to have a busy year in December because everybody was on holidays for weeks. June, people were going out of, you know, out of town. So whether you're an influencer or a family or a wedding, you know, your weddings increase in the summer Mm -hmm. because everybody plans it then. Your influencers are, are going to those weddings. So there was differentiations there. So now it is different, but you always kind of play it on and 
Fort Worth is different than Dallas and California is different than Texas, our time zones, et cetera. So nothing is a one size fits all. But I always think about when I'm able to look at social media and then you think about the mom or you think about someone your age. Mm -hmm. Is someone your young age, by the way, yeah. I said that. Okay. Oh, I'm rude. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but like, are you up at 5 a.m.? I know that I'm up at 545 as mm -hmm. a mom because I'm preparing certain things or I'm, I work. And so I'm trying to get all this stuff done before I have to go out. And so I'm looking at this at 6 a.m. So if somebody posts something at 6 a.m. while I'm drinking my coffee and watching the news, I'm going to rather, I'll probably read it then. But from nine to five, I am a busy bee and I may look at it at lunchtime when I'm quickly, you know, eating. So that's how I approach it. But sometimes it's different. I mean, because it is June, people are on vacation. It is Christmas. They're out of town. Maybe they're not on their phones as much. So it's ever changing and you just pivot and flow for sure. So I want to ask you girls, because I still am not sure about this. So you're going to educate me. What the heck is the algorithm? Hillary, can you, can you zero in? I can't stand that word yeah, because people, some days I'll get 150 likes or however many likes, you know, 200. And then some days on a fabulous something, I'll get 10. Mm -hmm. What's going on? It's crazy. So essentially they take they being Instagram and Facebook. They. They. <laughs> Wouldn't we like to take them Mark to dinner? Zuckerberg. They. <laughs> hey, Instagram. Got little bubbles. I got a little boo-cloco over here. <laughs> yeah, so essentially they take what they think they they are watching you. They look at your they look at your Google searches. They look at your what you're talking about. I'm sorry if you're, that scares you, but they do. Like there are so many components in your phone that are keeping your data. Okay, so then I go into my feed and I'm scrolling. Well, sometimes I might not see you, even though I'm close with you, even though I like every single one of your posts, you might not be at the top because, you know, a sweater that I looked down at Nordstrom yes. is going to be at the top. And um, it's a whole, it's a whole game that you have to play that essentially is what they, they think you want to see. Which sucks because it used to be the way I remember that it was, it was completely chronological. It was, if you posted, you know, 20 minutes ago, you posted 19 minutes ago, someone else posted 18 minutes ago. It was completely chronological. Now it's like, you could lose all of that. There are people, I don't see their stuff ever, unless I go specifically to their page to look at their content. So it's crazy. And, um, they, they do that as a way though. It's a, it's a form of advertising. I and mean, so they, I'm going to recommend everyone that follows Tiffany yeah. to save an image. Yeah. So do the save. And yes. how do you do that? So there's that, that little ribbon on the right side of the bottom of the photo. And when they save it and the more that they save an image, which is kind of like, it's almost like pinning something mm -hmm. yeah. and it saves within your Instagram. And if they can go down and start pin, like saving all of those, that's like you, the highest, that's the highest form, form, form yes. yeah. of flattery and, and that will pop up. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. More so than a like or a follow or a comment. Yeah. Wow. The a save. save. A, a save. save. Well, I know at one point. Uh, one of you or Kennedy, someone goes, oh my 
my gosh, that was saved four times. Yeah, um, that's I mean, like a, Yay, good me. But <laughs> I mean, okay, did you hear that? Save on save, the Instagram. Save everything. Save everything. Yeah. Go save my stuff. Oh my gosh, like I want to write down marketing giveaways. Save. <laughs> save, save. save. Whoever okay. saves this month. Absolutely. So that, I mean, the algorithms, and I have seen other influencers say something about it as well. And I, I'm like, I don't understand it at all. Um, and you, you just have to be careful with it. I do know, you know, um, I, and I can say this, we went to jail and, and Instagram, <laughs> jail. Instagram jail, jail, because they didn't like something. And, and it was, we didn't even get a court of law, but you, we, and, and I, and the more people that I come in contact with that are honest with me and they're like, yeah, I was there been too. There. I've been there, done that. So yeah. And it's scary. And that takes me back to the website, of course. And when you, when we're releasing this podcast, we will have a new website. Audrey, why, remind me why we had to do, we didn't have to do anything, but we made the decision, the business decision to do a new website. And Hillary's been working on that like crazy. So what was the reasoning? If you've been to my website, tiffanycblackman.com, please take a look, but it's, it's going to change. It's changed now. So why? So as an influencer with anything that we do, and like you said, it went from a hobby that this is an overtime job, right? And it's a lot of work. And just like you said, you're paying Hillary, you're paying me, you're paying Paul and everyone that we work with. As much as I would love to take your gorgeous photos for free, it costs me, sure. you know, like we would, you're an outstanding person, but that's what makes the world <laughs> go round, right? <laughs> sure, and exactly. so what happens is, is people, the perception is Instagram famous and all of these things. But the fact is it costs you money. To mm -hmm. do all the things that you're doing. It's not free, people. This is not free. No. The investment that you make is a large one. And so we needed to monetize your website and, and increase the way that we monetize it. And what that means is, is when you invest in an outfit or work with a brand to educate your audience, we're able to monetize that, that if they purchase that outfit, just like if they went into a store to shop with you and you were, you know, working in that department, the, those people get paid for showing you and helping you to find the right size. Well, you should too with mm -hmm. all of your investment. So the website is going to be monetized where that it's easier for them to, to shop you. It's easier for them to find the certain things that you're, they're looking for, whether it's a recipe or fashion. And so the capabilities of your new website are a little bit more higher and accessible than it was on your older one. And so, um, Hillary's done a great job. It's going to be, it's absolutely beautiful and, um, it'll be a, an easier shopping experience for, for your audience. And so it was important because with your investment and how hard you work to, to give that to your audience, I wanted to make sure that you were getting the most return on your investment. Right. Right. And you, and you've been working on that. So what, well, yeah, I mean, with the help of a lot of other people, team, yeah. yeah, there's a team that, that, that out of Washington, mm -hmm. Colorado, somewhere, yeah, Colorado. somewhere, I don't even know where they Colorado. are, but it's yeah. all virtual virtual. So, I mean, what has gone into that? Uh, so it's crazy. Yeah. Cause I didn't ever really think about that when we built your website, but yeah, people want, they come to your site to shop you essentially. I mean, not always clothes. It could be a recipe. It could be whatever, but yeah, they want it to be accessible. Click it. Boom. Done. Take me there. I want to buy that sweater that you're wearing. I want, you know, this recipe and our old site was more, it's, 
it's funny because everybody's attention span is shrinking. Tiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have an aunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it used to be like, okay, I can click this and then go to this and boom, 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 I'm going to get there. But now people want a one, boom, like a one and done type mm-hmm. of thing. Right. So, yeah, essentially that's what this does. And it makes it all very accessible to all of your Right. You know, when I started this, I didn't think, I mean, I knew this was uh, a hobby in the beginning and I, I didn't understand how to monetize it and to make money. And, um, did you all know that, I mean, my listeners, that that's how you do it. I mean, if you go and look at my story and we'll talk about stories, but if you go and you see this pink sweater, if you're on YouTube now, if you see the the pink sweater and you go to and then you click on it, it takes you to reward style and I get a commission is basically how it works. And so I can pay for these people, but we're <laughs> just getting started and it's very exciting to see the monetization, but we're just getting started. Right. I mean, I look at these girls and I tell them all the time. Tell me if I need to pull the plug. Tell me because I get very discouraged from time to time with with this business because it is uh, financially draining. But I love it so much. And people, I have a group of friends that are getting it now, mm-hmm. and they did ask me before, and I was so discouraged. And I told you about this. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, I felt like they were saying, "Oh, you're just flaunting what you have." Are you kidding me, people? I don't. I don't own half the crap I wear, okay? <laughs> I really don't. I return it back to them, okay? But, I mean, that is, that is. I don't know if people really understand it because I never, I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. I mean, so, yes, yeah. how it's changed. Yeah, it's- yeah, for sure. I mean, you, I, and I think, I don't think you give yourself enough credit and I don't think influencer, we, none of us give our own selves, you know, enough right. credit. And um, it, any business, no matter what it is, I think there's always a time of question, but the more that you keep persisting and it's those, thank you so much that you receive in your Mm -hmm. Instagram. And, you know, we're, we're coming on to the new year. You're very educated in health and fitness and how to, you know, make a wonderful recipe that's healthier for you. And you, you are helping those that maybe can't afford to go, you know, out and get a professional chef. And here you are on Instagram and you are, you know, helping Mm -hmm. those. So yes, I think that, um, you may return the, you you say you return the clothes, but, um, (laughs) but I wouldn't know. I mean, I look to you to go, okay, what is holiday chic? So I, I'm going to go to Pinterest and look at holiday chic. Well, that is what, and that's how I explain to people that are unaware of what influencing is, is did you go to Pinterest to get this green bean casserole that you brought Mm -hmm. or your special recipe that you brought? Well, that a blogger provided that for you. That's not, that's not somebody at Pinterest with a, an amazing kitchen that can decorate their mantle. This is Sally in Ohio that knows how to do this and is putting on her blog and she pinned it to Pinterest. And when you looked up green bean casserole or holiday chic, it popped up and they're there helping you without you realizing it. And so for people or friends that don't understand that's what it is. Um, Pinterest has been around for a very long time. Um, and then Instagram kind of, you know, plunged it into the spotlight. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
Yes. I mean, you're, you're fabulous. Don't be discouraged. And that's what I always tell everyone and anyone that's listening, whether it's being an influencer, just keep pushing through and keep telling your story and your why, and it will all, it will all unfold. Right. Can you believe how it's, it's, um, we, we are where we are. I mean, can you, can you, I mean, Hillary, I'm looking at you because we did (laughs) as a filming right now, but we did, um, a cooking class. Now I would load up my pans and my pots and all of my ingredients once upon a time and go to a TV station or go to someone's home or an event center and do a cooking class. So, um, NCL, uh, Capital Texas, which NCL's National Charity League, asked me to do back this summer. Asked me to do a cooking class on Zoom, and that's and I was like, no. But that organization's very near to myself, my heart, and my daughter. So I said yes, and they said I would be about two hundred attendees, and still I'm going. I, I just didn't get it. All right. So last night we did this cooking class on Zoom. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was out of control. And I got so many new followers from these people and they're real followers. They're people that are really going to, they're not They're. I mean, it was unbelievable. And if you ask me, the woman that went to a TV station at three 30 in the morning to do a morning show or whatever, that I would be in my kitchen on my computer, seeing all these faces go across my screen and ask questions popping up. I didn't know that that was a thing. And I still shake my head. I'm, I was so proud. I actually had a little meltdown afterward, a little have a crying fit because I was so proud of the way technology has changed us. And that's COVID. And Paul and I have talked about it many times. The silver lining of COVID, it's changed. I mean, Audrey, what are the, the figures and facts on fashion? I mean, people are online shopping. And I wouldn't have been one of those. <laughs> no, for sure. And uh, with... What's, of course, we're talking about shipping. I mean, we, the holidays were always a rush. And so now um, the deliveries just even on a regular month before the holidays were holiday numbers. So you're talking about everyone that, um, you know, even if it's grocery pickup and all of those things, you were using technology, you're using technology um, to shop those items. And so um, you are the person that's doing the legwork for what they need to get their kids or their teenage daughter or your spouse. Um, influencers are showing you um, what their husband or spouse likes during during COVID or how to be active, you know, during the holidays. I've read several things that are so, so insightful from influencers that are, you know, guiding what people do this holiday season. And the, the numbers are through the roof. Um, they're, they're nothing anyone has ever seen. There's nothing to compare it to because this is groundbreaking. Right. Um, you know, they also transitioned to marketing where Black Fridays were the whole month um, just to make sure that they could meet the needs of the demands of the the mail service, the delivery services, because um, no one, everyone's shopping online. And I feel like a lot of influencers have been um, produced from COVID um, where people have the time to really educate themselves. And so oh, okay, this is what an influencer is. And so definitely COVID has increased the online market for sure. 100%.
And we've got more followers. Yeah, but I think it's important to say that exactly what you're saying, like there are there are influencers. People probably feel like there are a lot of them, but you hone in on what your brand identity is and your your niche of being an influencer. And that's important in this, this, you know, a a so-called saturated market. Right. Right. And how would you define us, Hillary? Define us? What yeah, do you mean by that? Like, um, how would you define my niche? Like, um, I'm, I'm 55, 56 now. I can't, now I'm really not going to be able to remember <laughs> my age at, at all. But how would you, who is watching me? Who, and, and, and it's interesting because our it, audiences, it changes. So there's so many times it's fashion, but then like on Pinterest, people love your recipes and that you just kind of have to adapt to whatever people are looking for, like necessarily on not necessarily on Pinterest are people looking for your outfit. They're looking for, mm-hmm. for instance, me, that's me. Every right. night I go there and I'm like, okay, I've got lettuce, tomatoes and wow. lemons in my fridge. That's all I've got. What can I make? And like those kind of things come up. Really? So I, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm always looking for recipes on there, but, um, clothes, not so much. I yeah. mean, of course, anyway, right. so that goes back and forth, but I, to bounce off what you said, you, I feel like this year of all years, you really adapted to this whole COVID market because thank God for, um, reward style because it does, it helps you shop these things that people, you can't go to stores right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, now maybe more so than back in March and April, but back then you couldn't. And so it really, it worked in your favor in a lot of ways. And I'm sure a lot of other blogger and influencers ways, but too, but, um, yeah. I'm proud of you because it was, this was a crazy year. This was a crazy year. Yeah. And, and I, and I didn't realize it. Um, a friend of mine said, Tiffy, you didn't stop. You did yeah. not stop. Everyone was at home in their pajamas, no makeup. We didn't stop. And I promised everyone that we were not going to stop. Audrey had to, because she, you were limited. You live in, yeah. in Dallas area. You couldn't travel outside of Dallas. So we had to do our own photography. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we and did. before mass, you're like, sorry, we can't shoot. We yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we were limited then, but we didn't stop. And I made Paul and I talked about it and um, we were going to do a podcast every Tuesday. I'm like, I don't know how but we're going to do it. And the three weeks I did take off is when I freaking had COVID. So, I mean, that's the only time that I did say, well, I guess I better stay home for three weeks, but I was determined to do it. And, and, um, I hope it continues to, to pay off. So tell me who, who is watching me? Like you pull the demographics on, on who the age group Mm -hmm. it's women, obviously Um, women. It's predominantly younger women too. I is think that, that helps. I think Kennedy helps that. Yeah, Kennedy does help us yeah, boost that. But she yeah. does. But yeah, it's the younger crowd, and that's why I know that it's it's fashion related, right? For sure, right? Now, yeah. and and when I'm doing the menopause one here on a podcast here in a minute, I'm like, <laughs> girls, you better listen. Don't unfollow us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't unfollow us. But yeah, yeah, of course. Or the or or yeah, when we do the sexual health one here and here coming up soon as well too. So of course, but. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you, you are an influencer as well, Audrey. You, you are an influencer um, and and you really are. And I, and tell us how you make the switch. So you're a photographer and that's in your blood. That's passion. 
It takes a lot of work. And I'm telling you, just like I said, I don't want to go to TV. I'm not, I, I will go to it. I'll do anything. But <laughs> the, the days of doing that day after day after day. So you turn the switch, you flip the switch and you said, you know what? I had, I do, you are educated in the, the influencing world. You are my brand manager. What made you start that, that arm or your company? So like you said, uh, Dallas was shut down. I was stuck at home. Was that it? That was it? That, that was during the time. I felt inside. Um, I absolutely love every single one of my clients. I've owned business back, um, you were saying, I think it was around 20... My daughter was born in 2009. I owned a boutique 2010, 2011, and I only did it online on Facebook. And I had a little shop and I was selling it on Facebook. I always had the drive to own a business and I always loved marketing and I always was just naturally good at it. Um, I can speak in front of a room about marketing or sell anything. You ask me to speak about my family, I'll just blush down and cry. I love marketing. I love hearing people's why, their reason. Um, I just always have had a great um, work ethic. But during COVID, I was realizing, and as any entrepreneur, you you try to figure out how you can make money any way possible. And I'm sitting here on my patio and I can't take photos and I'm 30 and I'm 37 now. <laughs> uh -oh. And I was already feeling the wears and tears of my body of photographing every day on your knees, on my knees. It's Ugh. interactive. I will wake up and I will photograph from sunup to sundown, have to edit. Um, our team is growing. I have wonderful people that are helping. Um, but as an entrepreneur, you think of the other outlets that you can produce an income. And um, I just felt felt like and I know that I have more skills that I wanted to offer people. And I know how to do this. I know how to, you know, launch brands in the steps. Now, I, I do not take I cannot do everything. Right. So I think being, you know, uh, how, you know, delegating those tasks is very important, but I do know how to delegate. I do know how to spot a great photographer, a great, um, launch marketing. I'm educated in all of that. And I was like, I'm just ready to do something more, um, than just take photos. And it's not just a photo. I know the reason for it. And so I wanted to take it next level and, and bring brands and influencers. And I have an opportunity to work with a wonderful skincare line that's going to be launching this year. And, I can't wait to tell everybody about that. And just the passion of the people that want to create something, but they don't know how to get it to the public. And that's important to me. And not that I don't want to take people's photos. I just felt like I had more to offer. So in the time of COVID and sitting on my patio, I was like, I'm doing this. Oh, so wow. I began to pivot. And that's the word of 2020 is to pivot and do your best. And I have all this knowledge that I laugh about all the time that I talk too much, but I feel like it's just imploding inside that I have so much I want to say and so much I want to do that, you know, whether it's, you know, blessing someone with that knowledge to help catapult their product, that was what I, right. that was it for me. And so, um, I, I even called you, mm -hmm. uh, during COVID and I said, I just want to do something more. And what are your thoughts on, you know, this? Mm -hmm. And, um, I want to give my energy on, on marketing and bringing influencers and brands together authentically. Right. Um, you don't work with anyone that you don't feel passionate about. Um, I think that I want to clarify that so much is we do tell people no, 
you're not out there just hopping because someone's like, oh, say this on your Instagram so we can make all these sales. You're very passionate. If you're going to invest your time, you're working with companies that represent you or you represent them well. Um, And so I kind of help you do that. Like, is this a great fit? Do you feel like you can do this great, you know, with a brand? Or do we feel like that would help your audience? If it doesn't, then, you know, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to type that email. That's all about delegating. And so I do that for you. I want to, you know, represent you great. And so that's what, that's what I spent my time during COVID. And, uh, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be a pretty big thing. (laughs) I do. I do. And you have your workshop on January 29th um, and your influencer workshop and photography workshop. Yes. So it's a branding and photography workshop and it helps educate small businesses on exactly what you do and how it can, um, help their business. And, um, I feel like photography and social media is such an important part of that. And so, um, a lot of small businesses don't know they need, they just can't let go. And so we want to educate them on why they should and how in the, the back end it will help them. So just about, just like the website, social media, it's their digital business card. They have to have that going because you're talking about, we were talking about our children about that. This is all that they, they're, they're graduating and colleges from being online. I know. And you're not putting your business online. Right. You have to. And so this is what the workshop is. And it's going to bring um, some influencers that have been in the business for over six years. And then we're bringing in a couple, um, Taryn and Rick Newton, uh, they're uh, influencers and Taryn is the influencer and then she has her husband. And I'm so excited about Rick because he's going to give the the male perspective and I'm loving it. He's so awesome and he supports her and they have beautiful children and um, they're just so wonderful to work with. But it's really putting um, a backstory and it's a it's a workshop that is very hands on. And I'm so glad you guys are going to be there um, because it's so hands on and uh, you're not just listening to a computer. We are going to social distance and wear our masks. Um, but you're able to really get hands on and, you know, photograph products, photograph yourself, understand why you're actually doing it mm-hmm. and, um, that you really are an asset to the marketing world and to products, um, that, that do help people. Right. You know, um, it, you say that in the time involved and, and you, you thinking about it and Audrey, you have two children and a husband and, and. Hillary, you are single, but we get caught. I get caught too, because people are like, well, you're not working anymore. So, um, I know Hillary has definitely gone through this with people and that think that you don't work and you have multiple clients as well. I, mm-hmm. I hope we get to the point where that's not thing, but, but multiple clients. So tell us your experience with people think, and I, and I do know it would, it would be someone my age, of course, because people think you don't work. Are you kidding me? I am texting your brains out at 4am. So, and, and, and 10 and, and, and right now at this stage of the game with me, I can't not work every day. I I can't, I'm not, I don't have that luxury and I have an incredibly supportive husband, but tell us your, what's your deal? with. I mean, it's true. It's no, it's very true. Um, so my parents, first off, my dad's actually surprisingly a little more understanding than my mom, but my mom is like, 
she'll call on me at any time of day. Like, can you do this? No, she doesn't even ask. She tells you need to do this. You've got to pick up X, Y, Z at the airport, or you've got to, you know, take grandma to her doctor appointment, or you got to do this or take the cat or take there's... the dead cat and have it. <laughs> yeah. So that was, the I most was recent... there for that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot That's that right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we had a photo shoot like whatever, six months ago. I don't know what it was four months ago. And, um, that was one of the mornings. So my mom, no, my grandma called me at 7 a.m. I had the photo shoot at 9 with you guys. And she's, like, distraught, bawling. Yeah. Her cat died. And I was, like, sad for her. And I was, like, okay, what do we do about this? Like, I'm going to help you. One of many cats, though, in her lifetime. Yes, yes. This is, like, cat number six. (laughs) So I'm, like, okay, like, I want to help you out. I have a photo shoot in a couple hours. What can I do for you after that? And she's, like just through sobbing tears like no this cat is dead like Hillary had died overnight I got to put it on ice and I was like what do you mean you got to put it on ice and she was like I'm cleaning up my freezer and putting it on ice so I called my so I was like grandma I'm gonna have to call you back so I called my mom I'm like mom grandma's losing it (laughs) something's going on and she's putting the cat in the freezer anyway long story short I go to this photo shoot I'm telling Tiffy she's bawling like laughing couldn't she thought it was a photo we couldn't control ourselves because it's honestly hysterical but they couldn't even understand like you can't pull yourself for you know 20 no not even 20 it was Alvarado it was so far the vet was in Alvarado so it was going to be an hour mission there hour mission back and uh, they couldn't understand why I couldn't (laughs) couldn't do that and I'm like guys I have a photo shoot I have a commitment and they're like you do social media though. You make your own schedule. So that is one of the many. Oh my goodness. You make your own schedule. Many yeah. examples. It happens all the time though. I mean, my mom, will you rake the leaves today? I'm like, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah. To do. Yeah. So anyway, it's funny, but working at home has so many advantages, especially this year. I mean, I'm couldn't be more blessed, but yeah. There are some funny times that I'm just like, guys, I have a job, actually. Yeah, and real Even job. though I work up, yeah, in my apartment, I do have jobs. It's amazing. Yeah, because schedules are, I mean, just between the three of us scheduling, you have multiple clients. You have multiple clients. Yeah. I mean, I, I just sit there and go, please take me on a certain day or whatever, but. You know, it is, it's tough. It's tough. And, and Audrey, you are good and having a family because you are established and you, you have you, and, and I think I see you changing as well. Um, your mindset because you, you're in a marriage, you're in a, I mean, how long have you and Jason been married? Not very long. Four years? Yeah. Four years. See? Yeah. Four yeah. years in September together so for six. Yeah. But it's still really hard. I've been in business for 10 years and the schedule, you know, is still very hard. I'm at the point now where I do need to get a different cell phone. Um, we do, I need to separate, um, a lot. It's not, it's not the client's fault. It's just, we're growing and it's growing pains and it's a positive things, but sometimes it's a very difficult thing to set those boundaries because it is not in my nature to say no. It is not in my nature to be like, as a, you know, I'm going to use the word, you know, I hustle and I don't want to grow and I'm, I get excited and oh, I want to book this person, book that person. But there are moments that I'm working at 3 a.m. and I know I have to wake up and then I'm not there for my family mentally or physically because I'm just exhausted. Um, it, it's still hard. I am still trying to figure it out. There are tears still shed about the schedule. I mean, you can call Samantha. I called her yesterday just in tears, um, you know, not being able to get a day off um, with my family 
has just for even something recent, I couldn't even do it. And so it's not that we can't do it. It's we're not, you know, allowing ourselves Mm -hmm. and to create our own schedule. We can, but it's like you're saying, it's so hard because we can possibly, you know, quit that commitment or reschedule that commitment. Um, But it's not a consistency we want for our jobs and our future. So we really can't do that, um, especially when we're schooling our kids at home and my daughter's head is popping out like every second on the other side of my computer. And I have, you know, a commitment to brands and the influencer to make sure that these images are great or, you know, I got to email so-and-so. So, yeah, it, it is a very difficult revolving thing that saying no, um, it's not in my nature. I'm learning to speak up. I don't know how to, to speak up sometimes. Um, but I feel when I don't, it's when I hurt the most and I hurt the people that, that mean the most. Exactly. Well, I'm going to ask Paul one question because before we go away and I'm going to ask Paul, how in the world, these people, I asked everyone at the end of the podcast and we're about to come to a close, but the podcast world, we always ask them to rate and review the podcast. And can you explain to the listeners and followers why we are asking them to do that? So in the podcast realm, it's not really a, um, there's not really a monetary value that you can make just for streaming the podcast itself. It comes from sponsorships and it comes from, you know, things outside of the podcast itself. So whenever we ask people to go rate and review, it's, it brings up kind of back to the SEO side of things and like anything with YouTube and Instagram, the hashtags, it's the same kind of thing because the more activity a show has or a podcast has, the more it gets bumped up into the charts. And then because with the podcast, the whole point, and this is for every podcast out there, the whole point is to be found accidentally. And it's, I mean, you can be found on purpose by 20 people and that's it. You know, but being found accidentally, that's how things spread. That's how things are shared. That's how things are do become viral. You know, you see every day on Facebook something with 12 million views because everyone keeps sharing it. Right. So that's the point of those reviews because it puts action onto an otherwise just an inanimate object, so right. to speak. And that's what puts it up into the ranks of the podcast world. And it just gets you seen. Right. I mean, you know, it's the least amount of support that we just, that's that's kind of the least, but also the biggest right. that we just kind of, I mean, are, are we, we beg for from the followers and the, and, and, and the fans out there is to just go in there, rate it, Write a little review if you want to. It can just say fabulous right. for all, for all we all care. care but go in there. It literally takes two seconds. So all you have to do is go to your, IT, your, 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 your podcast app and hit five stars on, 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 on Apple Podcasts. And that's it. Well, that's something I ask every single time after I wrap this up. But I can't tell you, too, how much the three of you for coming and being in my life and putting up with me and loving me and, and just this career that I've started and you've, you all are the support and I can't tell you how much I appreciate. And we wanted to tell everybody what we're trying to do. So this is only the beginning. 
This is yeah. only this just is, It's about to, 2021 <laughs> it? is about to be insane. Yes, it yes. is. That's right. Do and we are. That's cheers it. To the thing. That's right. Well, Sing cheers we... to you. <laughs> cheers, Paul, as well. Paul cling, 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 cling. Paul didn't want a day drink with us, but everyone, okay. Makes me sleepy. You're a joy. Thank you for Thank having you us. Thank you so much as well. Okay. We can find you on Instagram, Audrey. At Audrey Dollins. Yes. A U D. Oh, my name is so bad. Audrey okay. Dolan at Audrey Dolan because I'm different. A U D R I E R I E Dolan's D O L L I N S and A D Media Group. That's right. And Hillary? Um, H D Hamilton. That's all I've got. That's it. <laughs> Instagram. That's it. And I'm Tiffany C. Blackman. That is my Instagram handle. And please, again, just like Paul said it, go rate and review. And we've got big things for you coming up, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for supporting. Happy 2021. And everyone, keep being fabulous. <laughs>